Welcome to another exciting Wednesday short with nerds who get laid. Sometimes. 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 On this Wednesday short, we will be celebrating the work of Robin Williams. Because so many people are so sad about it. And I understand. It's a sad thing. It's really sad. But the man left us a, a healthy, just a... I mean, crack your ass laughing uh, body of work to look back on. And not just laughing. He no, there's plenty of serious yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, he was not One only hour just photo. a funny <laughs> actor. He was a good actor. He was a balanced actor. He truly yeah. was. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Most yeah. people remember him from being so funny, but I mean, the guy made some serious, serious movies that were great. So what we're going to kind of do is uh, kind of go around the room, talk about our favorite comedies, what they meant to us, and... Maybe even throw a couple of his serious roles because I'm sure every one of us has oh, yeah. that, that one movie that stuck out to us. Um, I'll kind of kick the ball rolling. And uh, when I think of Robin Williams uh, and probably most people, it always goes to me, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Really? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what I, when I think of Robin Williams, that was the movie when I was a little kid that like just cracked me up. I mean, as silly as it, you know, here's a guy that dresses in drag to go babysit his parents. Hmm. I mean, you know, it's probably the zaniest like uh you know pitch I, I like to be in there like uh you know like hey Rob, this is the idea of the movie we're gonna do where uh you know you're you're a uh, a married man with a wife and you got some kids and you know you're a little too zany for your wife so she leaves you and you know you want to be still in the family so you start dressing as an old english lady <laughs> and you come babysit your kids oh ah that sounds like a good idea <laughs> <laughs> and that will be the last Rob Williams <laughs> impersonation I did. That was tonight. one of the better Rob Williams <laughs> impersonations we've had. Yeah. Um, but, dude, I, I mean, it, it's uh, – I'm truly sad it would be not a number two on that one because that was a, a great one. Um, let's just do a circle on a room. And, uh, Ray, what about you? What's uh, We're talking about comedies? Yeah, let's start with the comedy. Let's start with the laughs. This isn't okay. when, I, when I was young, but um, Death to Smoochie. Oh, that's my yeah, too. That's yeah, that's a good one. That so was so, that's so mine. good. That's yours. Ooh. Yeah. I love Death to Smoochie. It's and I love John Stewart. It's a show. So. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? It's a rockish. Man, he was so good in that. And he wasn't necessarily like the funny thing in it. Uh, maybe the situations he He, he put, put Edward Norton through. In. Yeah. Like but the uh, Nazi party for Smoochie. Oh, gosh. I, and actually, awesome. yeah, he was funny in that. He was yeah, hilarious. He was funny in that. That was such a dark um, comedy. It, it really was. Good one. One, it really was. But I mean, I remember when I watched that, I was just like, good Lord, that is that was actually classic. One of the first DVDs I ever owned. Really? I, yeah, I just got a DVD player. I, you know, I've been rocking VHS. And I actually got Death of Smoochie and Insomnia. Oh, the first okay. two ones, which were both Rob Robin Williams flicks. Yep. Uh, weirdly enough, it wasn't even on the purpose. I mean, I used to be a huge Rob Williams fan, but it was just two movies I wanted. Got them on DVD and loved that I had them. Um, but yeah, that's a good choice. Death Smoochie. I awesome. love Death uh, Smoochie. Mike, what about yourself? Uh, I mean, there's the you know, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is the classic one. Uh, but I actually, uh, what was it? I'm <coughs> looking, trying to jog my memory, but uh. Good morning, Vietnam. That, that was such a good comedy. Uh, that was so good. There's uh, so many we could. I name. like the Birdcage. I thought Birdcage was pretty funny. I've yet to watch the Birdcage. Actually, that's one that I actually went really on Netflix. Good that and is area in it. The will that is surprisingly hilarious. Well, I actually we needed watch. When I heard, I went on Netflix and I, I typed in Rob Williams to see what they had, and they had two movies that I hadn't seen yet. One was the Birdcage, and the other one was called I believe The Fisher King. 
with uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, Fisher King what? was really that's, good. That's less of a Robin Williams movie, though. It's more of a he's Jeff Daniels movie. He's a zany movie. bastard now. I mean, he, Cadillac that, Man's pretty good, too. Cadillac, Cadillac oh Man. God. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. God, dude, you're going really old school with those. Things. There's also Popeye in 1980. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys we laugh. Can forget. I remember <laughs> that when I was a kid. I never watched that one, fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Growing it's, up, I loved it. It's crazy. It's yeah. so weird it's insane. how weird and real it is. You got Shelly Duvall in it. It's all a love interest. Perfect, cast. perfect all of them. Oh, perfect. yeah. Yes. So, Death of Smoochie was yours? Well, I'm going to say, comedy-wise, that was my favorite. But the one that brings, like, my favorite memories to, for me, just because all of me well, and my listen. friends loved it, was Hook. Oh, oh yeah. Hook is oh, beautiful. Man. We Hook's all love Hook. Also doing it, Peter. <laughs> well, and, and Hook was bang a ring. I said that to my penis all the time. <laughs> Hook was like such a. It's, it's uplifting. Like, you know, it's, it is, but it's also like sad at the same to time. Like, the yeah. beginning to of live it would is be a sad. Rob Williams was so yeah, pudgy and it. fat in that movie. That movie yeah. is. I mean, you you. I, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of felt for Captain Hook a little bit. Well, yeah, you yeah. do. Actually, when I watch it, like, I Hook felt bad and for Tinkerbell. are so homoerotic in that movie. Like, rewatch it, and I'm just like, dude, these guys. Hey, you out. do not talk about Bob Hoskins that way. Dude, he right. died this year, too. There's so much homoerotica in that movie. Just rewatch their. their uh, <coughs> I mean, I love the movie. But, God. Uh, Brad, what about you? Good morning, Vietnam. That yeah. Absolutely. That's a good one. Thank man. you. Is, yeah. Um, I. I I liked the whole thing. I liked Weirdly that it enough, was like Brad is phoning in from Vietnam. Yeah, actually, believe it or not, I'm one. I'm phoning in right now. He's going to be in a um, some kind of tournament. He was talking about with um, one Kumite. Kumite. That's Six not. Chambers. It's uh, hey, D- let it die. The yeah. Kumite. <laughs> let that's, it die along. That's with untasteful. <laughs> no, right. they um. Yeah, yeah, I thought I liked the way it was like it was funny, but there were some serious parts where it was like social which is commentary most of his Vietnam, movies. So. It got yeah. really dark at the end. Yeah, that's what I was when it became when night fell. Forrest Whitaker's, uh, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's uh, greatest role. TJ. TJ. Well, he was actually also in another Forrest Whitaker movie, Lee Daniels the Butler. I'm pretty sure that uh, I think Rob Williams played, yeah, I think he played Ford. He played a president in that movie. <laughs> Unlike um, Night at the Museum where he played another president. Yeah. Um, don't bring up that. <laughs> a lot of you guys Teddy, are saying uh, movies. I'm going to go way back. Oh, man. And I'm going to go Mork and Mindy. Oh, man. Good, uh, good. choice. I was a good kid call. when Mork and Mindy. I was sperm. Was there. And I don't know. That's that's just my first experience with it. And the guy's just hyper all over the place. And as a wild, kid. Wild person. Yeah. And as a kid, you're watching this and like, oh, man. You get to do this kind of stuff when you're grown up. You know, you get to be just wild and crazy, just run around all the time and do just crazy shit and act like you don't know what you're doing. I'm down for this. Yeah. You know, and um, so uh, that, and then as you get older and you see things like, um, when I got older, I, I think one of my favorite uh, Robin Williams movies was Jumanji. Believe it or not. Oh yeah. What? That was one of the few I didn't like. I I liked it because yes, it is a kids movie, but there are a lot of really good themes in it about you know being picked on and standing up for yourself and 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 stuff like that and and just you know for me as a kid that was a great that was some great messages. Now going from the uh, the zany to the serious uh, because that's the one thing I mean a lot of people know it but. It 
it's almost like people will forget it that he was actually a pretty good dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. I, th- uh, I liked his dr- dramas more than his comedies. From yes, in the later years, definitely. absolutely. I was yeah. I was more for uh, when he would put on a serious hat than when he would be kind of over the top because he was just really good in it. Um, and there's so many actually roles. I think he's actually looking back when you look at his body of work, his serious roles. I think are definitely uh, stand the test of time where people will you know ten years from now. It'll be all about serious roles, especially when you go 20 years. You know, the comedies, because comedies can kind of be dated very easily as you get further like and further. Like Flubber? Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for yeah. me personally, uh, it's definitely <coughs> What Dreams May Come. Great movie. I, yeah. yeah. That That's one, a beautiful one. Yeah, touched me on so many levels. Just, I mean, as a movie in general, uh, beautiful. I mean, yeah, that's the best. I mean, it's like watching a movie that's inside a painting. Have you ever read the film or read the novel? No, have you read not. the film? It's great. He, uh, <laughs> oh. uh, what was his name? Because he also did I Am Legend. Yes. Uh, yeah, Richard, Richard Matheson. Richard Matheson. He's one yeah. of my yeah. favorites. The uh, themes and just like what you go through, of course, you know, like dealing with uh, him dying and then what, you know, like almost, I guess, haunting, but watching his wife. And then when she passes away and going into <coughs> hell to get her. Oh, man. I, I remember there's one small scene that always stuck out to me so bad, but he's walking and it's, it's the field of heads, faces. Yeah. There, and, he, and he finds his dad. Yeah. And it was like so sad and such a small part, but like, you know, it has to keep going. And it just waits so much to me. Because, uh, you know, there's an old saying, like, all your mothers are in heaven and all your fathers are in hell. And, uh, I mean, that's almost more of a joke than a serious thing. But, like, seeing that, I was like, man, that just weighs on my heartstrings. Um, what about you, Ray? I would definitely say What Dreams May Come is really, that's probably the top. My other two, um, Bicentennial, t- Bicentennial, Bicentennial Man. With Dr. Grant. Um, a lot of people, I, I feel like a lot of people that's a did very not sad like movie. that. I like, I like that. I yeah. love that It's movie. a little long, but it's a good movie. It's very long, but I thought it was really good. And again, uh, Patch Adams is kind of that in-between. I can't go wrong Patch Adams. But I definitely, like, I was, um, it came out in 98. I was 18 years old. I cried in the theater. Oh, when uh, the lady gets murdered by the... Uh I think I cried during the spaghetti swimming pool uh, part. No, I, I, I cried when like, she goes over to check on that patient and he murders her. That broke yeah. my heart. Because like, then he goes and uh, on to, like I guess it's on like a cliff and the butterfly comes. And you're just, oh, like, just. <laughs> Mike, what about you? I have two. It's really hard to uh, decide. Uh, one of my favorite roles he did was The World According to Garp, which is a really old movie. <laughs> Uh, I think it was like in the early 80s. Uh, it's just, it's hard to explain, uh, but it was just a guy growing up. Uh, he had an overbearing mother, uh, his marriage. Uh, it's just basically a guy's life for like 25 years. It's really good. John Lithgow's in it. He plays an ex-football NFL star who's a cross-dresser. Uh, and the other one I really liked was called Awakenings. Mm. which is uh, where he is a, uh, I guess he's a psychologist. Yeah. And a group of patients who are catatonic, and then they they realize that it's just a very advanced form of, I think, Parkinson's, and they're constantly shaking, so they're just frozen. And so he finds a medication to bring them out of it, and it's them kind of re-experiencing life after being trapped in their body for like 20 years. And then they go back at the end. Yeah, and the medicine starts wearing oh. off. And Robert De Niro is the main guy that he works with. Yeah, that movie was... Yeah, wow. I thought an AP Psychology is a really good movie. That already sounds too sad to watch. <laughs> like just it's, it's, it's really depressing at the end. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to go with two because I can't decide which one I like better. First one, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Yeah, why hasn't anyone yeah. mentioned that? Uh, well, because I guess maybe it's because he's not the star and he's supporting, but yeah, I mean, he but won an Oscar for yeah. that one because he was so damn good in that one. Uh, I just, you know, the scene at the bench just gets me every time. That and, you know, it's not your fault. And it's like, no, it's totally your fault. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and then uh, probably my favorite role of him acting, just because it was so different from what he usually does, was One Hour Photo. And that's a movie like, that was kind of creepy because you can't make that movie anymore. There is no more really one hour photo to the same way of how he is because now everybody's photos are instant. You know exactly. You know, but like, here's the, I mean that's what makes that movie so cool is it it, it actually is like a timestamp on that that moment in time for where we were because you know back when you know you, you got disposable cameras and this guy is going to be the voyeur through your you know your, your yeah. cameras. You, you can't yeah, make that and it, exactly. It's like. Yeah, at that time, it's like you never really thought about it until that movie came out. It's like, well, this person has seen pretty much yeah, everyone he, in my family. Because back yeah. then, that's if you want to take dirty pictures, it was with a disposable camera. Yeah, you know, if you, everything was done through a disposable for the most part, because it, you took it and you threw it away, and that I, to me, no, I, I really want to rewatch it again for that. If you want to take real dirty pictures, you go to Polaroid. Polaroid. Everyone does Polaroid, that. Yeah. Well, that's one of the only movies yeah. you played a uh, antagonist because there's also there's that I think Insomnia, Insomnia. with Al Pacino. Yeah, he was a uh, he played a good villain. Yeah. Um, I favorite dramatic role definitely was What Dreams May Come. Um, I thought we were gonna say Toys. I I I, <laughs> I, I, I a Cool J and Dumbledore. Uh, toys I actually age well to me. <laughs> I liked Toys a out. long time ago. When I was growing it up, I loved Toys. Yeah. Toys oh. wasn't bad. I was thinking about it Toys. It's kind of kind of a weird movie, but just like Joan Cusack didn't age very well. No, no she, she did, did not. not. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Joan or John? Joan. <laughs> But no, um, I, I like the, you know, the idea of like, you know, the whole like heaven is what you make it and how he like falls in and then it's all paint and his dog's there and stuff like that. And um, and then he can just envision like, you know, hey, here's this. And I like to think if there is a heaven that that's, that's kind of what it's like. So, um, and I just like the story of it, how that's actually love. That and so. Cuba Gooding Jr. Man. And Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba. was his son, you know? Cuba. Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, TJ, twenty years. Oh, captain, my captain. Uh, I'm going to go with Dead Poet Society. Dead Poets. That, that is, is yeah. by that far uh, my favorite. That's another Robin one Williams that's role. like, how has it gone all the way around the circle? Yeah, I was surprised actually. I was <coughs> thought someone would do it first, but um, I, I just love that movie. He, it's such a. I know it's a, it's a downer for part of it, but it's such an inspirational movie to oh, me. And um, you know, it's it's in a movie about embracing life and and yeah. just you know getting the most out of it that you can. Um, like I say, sucking the marrow out of it. Um, and I'm, I, 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 it just was very influential on me, and uh, more so than any of the other movies, any of his other roles. Um, I've probably seen it like 20 times, and that's not even a, a exaggeration. Wow. It's weird, I mean, because that What Dreams May Come, I have <coughs> watched numerous and numerous times because it's in the same way. It's a movie that touches me on a different a level, and I think it kind of speaks volumes of his work. Here we have six guys of 
similar. We're all on the, you know on a similar. You know, if you've listened to the podcast, which obviously have, you know, we kind of all have the same ideas. But to have this body working, us all have those different movies that really touched us in our own way. Well, one of the things I wanted to bring up is um, how like game changing his performance in Aladdin was. Yeah, I, yeah, I, comedians. I, actually, I'm really surprised we didn't talk about Aladdin because. He was awesome in Aladdin. Oh, that absolutely. was a fantastic movie. And yeah. he, like, he, uh, I, I read something the other day that like, maybe that wasn't up for an Oscar for like best uh, script or something because <coughs> most of it was ad libbed, mm-hmm. and there were so many like pop references, but that wasn't something that was done before that. Yeah. That was something that was done after that. Like Donkey from um, from Shrek. Shrek. That's because. Robin Williams did the genie in Aladdin and he was so good at it. Oh yeah. Now the thing about the 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 odd thing about the pop references that Aladdin <coughs> makes unlike most movies that have those pop references they're kind of timeless pop exactly. references. Exactly. They're, they're classic they're references. not you're you're not coming up with I mean he's making jokes about Tupperware. There's still Tupperware around. Yeah, um, you you know, and and that type of stuff. You can't watch Nicholson. Shrek and it's like that really sad. No, like, absolutely. Oh man, Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> well, they did say um, I was actually watching something about it earlier, and apparently, major um, comedians had not been in cartoons. Like that was kind of unheard of that you would get a major comedian and they would come and do voicing of a cartoon. And now that's kind of what that's because I got everything two on that one is, is yeah, like, Godfrey you know, and Ralph Williams in one yeah. movie. Um, but yeah, Aladdin. Like, as far as I remember, I watched Aladdin for the first time. I, I was extremely. It was young. a game changer, and I I love like, it changed up the whole entire way that Disney yeah. did their like cartoon and princesses CG and included everything yeah. in it. Yeah, and you yeah, could they modeled help. his face too. Yeah, yeah. Like. and you couldn't help but love the genie. You, you saw him, and you're like, this is like the coolest character they've yet to create. Um, one other thing uh, I saw in an interview, of course, I've been watching and it's all over the news and everything, but um, I guess it was Pierce Brosnan that was in um, Mrs. Mr. Doubtfire with him. Um, one of the things that in an interview, they ask him, you know, hey, what's it like working with Robin Williams in a role? He goes, oh, I didn't do a movie with Robin Williams. I did a movie with Mrs. Doubtfire. And I think that kind of speaks volumes of how he like mm-hmm. how he acted and everything and yeah. how Bodies he embraced the, character. the characters and became that person. So. And, you know, with that, we'll kind of... It's Wednesday. It's a Wednesday short. Wednesday short. Wednesday short. Sorry. Knocked out his mic. It's Wednesday short, and, you know, if you aren't that versed in some of his back works, you will not regret watching any of these movies. Uh, Hands down, from Death to Smoochie to What Dreams May Come, you know, if you want to go with the older ones like Cadillac Man, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I honestly think anything you watch, even if it's a bad movie... He's gonna be good, and I say he did some like even Popeye. Yeah, Popeye. Yeah. Well, he did one. There was a sci-fi flick. I can't remember it for the life of me, but like he, uh, in the future, like everybody's uh, brains are encoded with Final Cut. Final Cut, and like it was a good movie. It wasn't great. It was more of you know an indie flick, but it had a cool story. And Rob Williams, I mean, it was his flick, and he carried it. Uh, if you've never seen the Final Cut and you consider yourself a Rob Williams fan, definitely go watch it. Or a World's Greatest Dad, which is another one that was. Really, it was a real dark comedy. Yeah. Um, you know, and on closing notes, we will say, you know, uh, and it's something we don't want to harp on, but, you know, as everybody knows, uh, Rob Williams, he took his own life as one of the saddest things in the world ever here. And if you're one of those people that's out there listening to this and, and you feel that way, 
make sure to reach out. I mean, there's so many things you can do. Uh, go online, call someone, or just talk to someone. Don't bottle that up because life's too precious to just take it there's yourself. There's plenty of hotlines to call. Yeah. There's, there's people that love you out there. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, if you're listening to this dumb-ass podcast of us talking about comic books and stuff, like, we appreciate you and, like, love you. Yeah. You are cool. You are good. If you got if you have wrong. to reach out to us, yeah, even, even do it. Yeah, uh, we're okay dude, with that. We'll I don't do. care. Yeah. We'll I mean, message you back on Facebook you know, if you need that. If this, um, if that's if what you, you want to go get a dinner together and just talk to someone, I promise you, one of us guys we'll can definitely. No, do I'm, as long as you pay. I'm saying, yeah, if you <laughs> pay. <laughs> But message yeah. the website i'll give you my phone number <laughs> yeah like i'm dead serious yeah. but just and like i said i'll joke aside if you feel that way or even if you're not even to that level but you're just down talk to someone i mean it doesn't matter who it is if it's Don't a complete it stranger up. like us or someone uh you know all of us have been there before uh i personally have struggled we with have that more to be sad about yeah. than you do trust, yeah. trust me. <laughs> we're on a yeah, podcast believe me, you should see my mirror every morning yeah. sometimes sometimes <laughs> it's trust all me. the time we're it might be different we're <laughs> friends with Blaze. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys are still all alive. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for that, thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed this Wednesday short. Go yes. watch a Rob Williams movie. If you have enjoyed this podcast, go rate us on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash nerds who get laid. Yeah. And share that page. We have Twitters and stuff. If you want to Twitter at us, tweet the Twitter. At, send us a tweet. We'll Maybe we'll get better at it because we're horrible at it right now. We're not good. And we have a Tumblr. I swear we, we, to you, we, we haven't we, looked at it in about six I, months. We started I'm going to raise my hand here and ask. What the hell is Tumblr? <laughs> I don't know. TJ's I'm too, too old for guys, this. Guys, TJ is too old to even know what a yeah. Tumblr it's is. It's like, hey, look at this picture. Exactly. <laughs> we it. thought it and was cool. It. Do you think it's cool? It's like a dumbed-down version of Facebook where you just cut out all the crap. And There's it's like, a dumbed-down version of Facebook? There's actually yeah. more crap. Also, yeah, it's all crap. Yeah, it's you all think feminism. So? In the next few Free weeks or, unite. <laughs> in the next few weeks or so, we're going to be doing an a actual giveaway, a real giveaway. We're not going to give you something like, hey, you can be on our podcast. We're going to give you like no real offense, Charles. stuff. Money. We're going to leave you swag. <laughs> we're, not gonna get, we're not going to give Charles anything. Car- Charles doesn't get shit it's from here swag. on out. That's right. Sorry, Charles. You got yours, man. Yeah. All right. You can let go of our coattails. <laughs> this <laughs> is uh, a... <laughs> now you got to pay. I'm just kidding. I love you, Charles. <laughs> this has been Nerds Who Get Laid. Sometimes Wednesday short. Have a good week. See you yes. later. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bitches. 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 <laughs>